0: everyone thank you for tuning in this is the stigma free zone a podcast collaboration hosted by because mental health one mind peace of mind and stressing and calm we're recording four separate podcasts touching on trauma procrastination toxicity and eating disorders today we'll be talking about trauma specifically how the ongoing pandemic has influenced us as well as parental issues such as the infamous daddy and mommy issues Before we begin, let's go around introducing ourselves briefly. I'm Haley, and I'm the founder of Because Mental Health. I'm very honored to be here today and I hope to get something out of this.
1: I'm Megan and I am a co-founder of Because Mental Health with Haley. And I'm also really, really excited to be here. This collaboration has been in works for a pretty long time and I'm really excited to hear what everyone else has to say.
2: Hi, I'm Sydney and I'm here with Jade as co-leaders for Palm Peace of Mind. and. Um, yeah, needless to say, I'm also very honored to be here. I'm Jade, so I'm here with Sydney, um, Peace of Mind, and I'm really excited for this
3: collaboration. Hey, I'm Athena, um, and, and I'm a co-founder of Stressing Kong. I'm also a co-founder of Stressing Kong. I'm Charlotte, and I'm really excited to be
4: here with a lot of amazing people
5: tonight. Hi, um, my name's Chloe. I'm here with Sahil, um some of the co-founders of OneMind i um, just to say I'm really happy to be here and I'm really excited to hear what everybody has to say about these four topics today.
6: Hi, I'm Sahil. I'm the founder of um, One Mind alongside Chloe. I'm excited to be here.
1: Okay, so let's get on into the main topic of today, which is um, trauma. So do you guys have any ideas about, for example, with the COVID-19 pandemic, which a lot of people call traumatic, how did that change, for example, your education experiences and just how you look at life in general. So, I think COVID was a big change for
5: a lot of people. Like it was a big change in environment and a big change in lifestyle as well. Of course, the main thing um that was a big change for me since I'm a student was online learning. I felt like online learning was really hard for me because it was hard for me to get motivated and it was also hard for me to concentrate um because it was it was such a big change and there were so many distractions. Of course and of course um different people have different living situations, so um it was, I feel like it was very different for um, other people as well. Um, I realized that during that process, there wasn't a lot of human connection and a lot of human interaction because of course everybody was at home quarantining. Um, And I thought it would get better when I switched back to online school, but actually switching back to real life learning was kind of hard too, especially kind of like different sleeping schedules and stuff like that. was really hard
2: for me yeah I just want to add on to the whole like coming back to real life school thing I think it's a thing for people to like generally have a consensus where they're like ah, online learning is so bad like I'm just so glad to be back but I'm going to be honest when I went back like it just didn't feel like before like it, even though it was technically the new normal it wasn't normal to me and like my social anxiousness just like shot up and I didn't know how to act for a while and um yeah like through the process, I've learned a lot about myself. So it's like also been a chance for me to be a little like introspective. But all in all, like, I think it's just very normal to um, like to not feel normal like anywhere at all right now.
7: Yeah. So like I completely agree with Sydney. I think with like um, online learning, there was a the factor of like loneliness, but there was also kind of this like comforting feeling of like being in your room and not having to kind of face, I guess like other people and judgment and stuff like that. Um, and I think like, yeah, like when I when came went back to school, it was like, oh, like how do we make small talk? Like, what do we do? You know, when we're kind of walking to classes, stuff like that, that we're we not we really used to like after doing online learning for so long. So I think loneliness was like, it was almost like kind of like fluctuating throughout the journey. Um, and it was like different kinds of loneliness as well.
3: Actually, when like during online school, I definitely had contact with my friends, but it lessened because I we, we didn't see each other during class every day anymore. And when we went back, like there was a bit of um, like anxiety and nervous nervousness between us. But like it's definitely a bit different, but it's still the same in so many ways. Um. Yeah. Just to add to that point. Um. For me. Uh.
5: I changed to online school in, uh, in the middle of year nine. So I wasn't like um, that old or anything. I wasn't in high school yet. And normally when I'm in real life school at that time, I was like a really social person. I used to talk to my friends and like socialize every single day. But once I switched on to online learning, I realized that I didn't have that many people to talk to. Um, and of course you would um, call like online call with your friends and everything, but it just wasn't the same. But with time, I felt like I kind of got used to it. But then of course there was another switch where we had to go back to real life. And I guess I just kind of forgot what it felt like to talk to people. And of course I was feeling really nervous and really anxious about like, oh, what will people think of me if I do this? What what have people thought that I've changed in the last few months that I've been doing online learning? So that was kind of stressful for me. But I felt like a lot of people, um, since especially in Hong Kong, since there has been like five waves and um, we've been kind of switching on and off between online and real life, I feel like a lot of people have kind of gotten used to it. But I remember at first I was very very nervous
6: about it. Yeah, I mean like even for me, like joining online, it's been quite hard. I guess uh, I'm coming to like a new school and new environment online, and there was a lot of you know anxiety around there and just like trying to fit in and just like develop in a place is quite hard, but with, you know like with the support of friends with the sport of you know, you know some of the people in this call it's been an amazing you know experience and there is always i think it's good to always realize that there is some form of light at the end of the tunnel um if i was to use such a vague metaphor
4: i think i can talk a lot more about um zoom learning than right now in real life school since um, i didn't miss a few days of school because of being sick so i kind of like add in a lot of my experience to everyone but then for zoom learning I do agree with Sydney because I feel like I found out a lot more um, about myself since like normally I'm like super hyper and I do not like really get affected by um, peer pressure or like Um, my friendship problems but then during zoom learning I realized that um after zoom learning really kind of like slowed down my living pace I feel like I found myself to be really lonely where I feel like when no one texts me for like one hour and then I feel like I have no friends and during that period of time um I was really lonely again um I was in mild depression and I feel like so alone in this like really hectic world and yeah I feel like um For me as a personal experience, um, during Zoom, I feel like everyone should like change their mindset on how they think of things for like, um, not like people not finding you doesn't mean that they don't value your friendship, but then it kind of means like they're busy or like they have their lives to live. And once it got back to like real life school, it got a lot of a lot better since I'm with my friends every day and kind of makes me feel much more loved. And everyone everything is I can't say it's like back to normal but then it's like way better than before
0: um I agree with like everything you guys said uh it the pandemic definitely made me a lot more quieter than I normally would and that has um cost me some friends because we just weren't as close anymore and we just drifted drifted apart um but Turning to another direction, I'd like to also point out that I'm a student athlete. And so I travel a lot for competitions. Um, And this whole pandemic kind of ruined my my pace. And I was feeling claustrophobic of staying in Hong Kong. Um, I used to go um, quite often to like international tournaments and I wasn't able to do that anymore. So that affected my mindset towards my squash training. I play squash. Um, and I started like hating it. I, I started hating the sport because I just wasn't doing well anymore. Um, but on like the bright side, as Saho said, there is light on the other side of the tunnel. And through this COVID pandemic, because mental health was formed and I started seeing a therapist. So there's a lot of good sides to this traumatic experience. And I'm trying to look at that side instead of the other side. Um, yeah I know that I'm growing throughout this pandemic and I'm very happy that I I can sense it myself.
7: Yeah um, I think like there's definitely this element of like kind of losing yourself over Zoom and like online learning and stuff Um, and like Charlotte said kind of it's really hard to keep up conversations online Um, and like when you're at home all the time it's like it's kind of hard because you don't know what the other person's thinking and it's kind of it's such a struggle to kind of get yourself up and reply to that message whereas you know it's a lot easier to do that in person um and I think yeah like there is this kind of like silver lining to COVID I think there is like a learning process although it is a bit of like a challenging kind of process we did have to kind of learn the hard way but we did kind of find personal growth and I think going back into school that was one of the elements that was like worrying as well because you're like, oh, like um, I I grew so much and changed so much over this kind of the course of this year. Like, will my friends be different as well? So I think the whole thing is just kind of like re
1: navigating and like relearning how we I guess see life and see the people around us. Um. So I've had a quite a similar yet also different experience because I go to school in the UK in a boarding school. So I hadn't come back to school until September of 2021. And so I definitely felt the same as a lot of you guys did. Um, None of my friends would reach out to me because I was halfway across the globe and in a completely different time zone. And so it just made friendships a lot harder. And like psychological studies have found that if you see each other every day, you naturally become friends. But if you don't see each other, it also makes your friendship a lot harder. So that was obviously a really big thing for me, but also online school made me quite lazy. Um, Lots of tests, I really wouldn't For And I have an entire chat just full of my teachers asking me to do my homework. So that was a bad thing. But there's a silver lining to all this. I know COVID-19 is a really, really bad time for everything. But first, with the friendship thing, people don't change. People don't just suddenly hate you because you were off school for like uh, a year and a half people still do really care about you and you might not have the best friends as you did two years ago but you have new best friends and that's okay and you start to when you're finally back at school again and you're finally with people the laziness, at least in my case, it really changed because I was with all these people who were really motivated to do work and just the environment of being at school really makes it help. So if you're struggling with studying or motivation right now, just know that there is definitely a silver lining and um, things will be better soon.
3: I agree with what you said about the part about like people don't just suddenly hate you. I've always had a problem with like over analyzing my what I tell people. And over the course of this um, online lesson period, I um, kept looking back to things that I've said to friends and acquaintances in school. And I kept like saying, Oh, no, I was a bit uh, was I a bit too rude? Do they like dislike me now? And I uh, uh, this pandemic also gave me the chance to like reach out more because it's less scary to reach out to a person through WhatsApp or Discord instead of confronting them in real life and they've kind of assured me that no i am not being overly rude no that they don't hate me and no i didn't screw up our friendship they they they're not suddenly my enemies and i think that's a a really valuable experience
6: um i guess I just want to say that I, like, completely agree with you. Um, if you know, like, I think even Chloe knows that I'm quite, um well, um, I'm quite a people pleaser at times. And I guess I try and I do care about um, people's opinions about me. I guess that's just something that was, you know, built into me when I went online, where it's, like, in the past, I didn't care, but it, I made my, I was, like, more self-conscious online, especially going into a new school, being, like, this, like, online profile and, like, not knowing anyone in person was, like, very like a very challenging time for me personally um I was able to counter that by you know of course going to counseling and just like seeking help from even the friends that I had made online but like I do relate to being you know like always wondering if you'll see like does this person hate me this person not like me but I feel like over time or even like especially recently I've been able to realize like it shouldn't matter to me if I'm not liked or if I'm like like I am who I am and if you don't like me that's not really you know my problem and that's what I you know realized and you know I'm happy about that.
2: Oh you're so cool I'm happy for you but I just want to give a quick disclaimer to our viewers at this point that we're talking more of like a generally traumatic as in like detrimental to us at that moment experience rather than like a medically medical trauma. I'm not sure if I'm using correct terms here basically like not PTSD not like anything that's Um, affecting our brain like literally biologically we're just talking about generally traumatic experiences.
5: Yeah I wanted to add on to Sahil's point about being a people pleaser. Um, Basically in real life I'm not really that big of a people pleaser like I just kind of try to be myself and I don't normally mind if people like me or not what they think about me but I realized when we switched to online everybody kind of got so nervous and like Um, I remember for me and um, at least for my classes a lot of the the time when we were put in breakout rooms and stuff like that nobody would really start the conversation or talk and um, if that was in real life that wouldn't normally happen so once we switched online that was like one of the major changes and it kind of made me overthink everything I had to say because everybody else um, was so nervous I would think like oh what if I said that too loud or what if I said answer this question it was wrong or what if I uh, start this conversation on in the breakout room but nobody replied to me. Um and of course well when we switched to online school last time I still felt these emotions but I do think it gets easier in that way. Um
0: yeah I definitely agree with the people pleaser part. Um I'm again switching courses to catching COVID myself. I caught COVID in December and that was maybe like one of the worst um, like, my personal trauma the past year, and the reason why it was so hard for me was because back then, the quarantine, the the whole um, government law stuff was still, like, insane, and a lot of people had to go to Penny's Bay because of me, and the worst part was they had to do it over the course of the New Year's, so they went into Penny's Bay on the 28th of December and came out only on the 4th of January and it was all very sudden also i was like one day i caught covid i got sent to the hospital and suddenly there were like news articles about me um coming back from the us and catching covid and everyone knew where i lived and then i got whatsapp notifications saying that i'm going to penny's bay i'm going to penny's bay i'm going to penny's bay, to penny's bay. and I remember it being like one of the worst New Year's I've ever had. I was, and especially because I was alone in the hospital room, I couldn't go anywhere. There was like doctors, there were like doctors trying to take my blood tests and all that. And it was not fun. It was definitely an experience. And I guess in a way, it really taught me to focus on myself because I have received a lot of um. A lot of my friends were talking about how their other friends were blaming me on um, restrictions and lockdowns. And you know, i'm I'm I tried to learn that it really wasn't my fault, and I'm trying to not put the blame on myself.
7: Oh, my gosh, I can't imagine what that must have been like. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, I think. COVID had such a such a big impact on like everyone in the world and I think um for some of us we were lucky enough to maybe like oh like talk about like oh zoom and online learning and how we can't travel but I think it is important also to realize that like like people kind of like lost their jobs they kind of really struggled to get by and I think even like the pennies Bay experience I had friends who had to go through the same thing as well Um, And I think kind of being so like isolated and having your kind of name like across, like having your like address across like news channels, it's just, it's really kind of in terms of like privacy and like mental health is just like terrible. Um, So I think, yeah, it's kind of like everything else during this time, it was kind of like, but we have to like look into ourselves and like really find that, I guess, like inner comfort and be able to like lean on ourselves. Um, so yeah, I really, I really admire um, what Hailey has done.
3: Yeah, um, I also got COVID. My whole family got COVID actually in March, early March. And while we didn't have it as bad as Haley, because so many people were getting COVID then, Um, there was definitely a scare and although my symptoms weren't that bad, we were holed up in the house for two weeks, almost free actually. And the and like the biggest scare part wasn't wasn't like getting COVID itself. It was finding that my brother, my little brother the first was the first one who got COVID. We don't know where he got it from, but he has a habit of licking stuff and um we tested him over the dinner table because um he was saying he had a headache and then boom suddenly um he he got two lines and then we kind of joked about him getting pregnant because it was kind of like a pregnancy test but those two weeks like hold up in the house of my parents there was quite a bit of shouting actually my my parents have a habit of short shouting not at us like you no sometimes at us because of schoolwork so it was stressful and a bit frustrating but like it was also understandable they couldn't go to work for two weeks we don't know how much money they were losing like they had to re reschedule so many appointments and like in the end although we were fine most of us were fine no one died it was also um not fun. Um, So I also got COVID during March.
1: Um, So I'm in the UK. So like no one's wearing masks. So but uh, since I was trapped in my uh, London flat with my mom, um, I discovered a few things about myself, and I guess kind of the relationships I have with my parents. So I think this is a good segue to uh, a topic that is also kind of in the trauma category, which is kind of like uh, parental issues, like daddy issues, mommy issues.
3: My dad is also kind of a doctor. He's a dentist and my mom's his nurse. So they have, um, uh, my dad has a seven to nine schedule I think. And my mom has a five to 10 schedule with him. And like they aren't always at home and I kind of only see my dad in the morning when, we, when I go to school. But he does make effort to spend time with me and my brother, my mom also like he helps. He sometimes shows me stuff that he finds online, see if I like it. But like, we 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 don't have really casual conversation usually. It's a bit awkward, but I know he's trying and I'm trying and maybe that's enough. Um, Yeah, I had a similar situation for when I
5: was younger. So when I was younger, a lot of the time, uh, my my papa and my dad would take care of me and my mom would work really long hours. So um, I would see her in the morning and someday she would drop me off at school. But most of the time I I only see her in the morning and she works until really late at night. And of course, since I was so young, I didn't really think that much about it. But looking back, I felt like, I was kind of, I know my, I knew my mom was working hard and that she was working hard to kind of um, have a good relationship with me and my sister. But of course, it's kind of hard to have a good relationship when you don't spend that much time with each other. Um, and there was a time where I was kind of jealous of my other classmates because I would hear stories like, oh, yeah, my mom taught me how to um, do my math homework. My mom brought me to dinner to, um, yesterday, or my mom is picking me up from school so that we can go out for ice cream or something like that. And I would always wonder like, oh, why is my mom so busy and stuff like that? But um, as I've gotten older, I've kind of thought about and realized how hard it must have been. And um, I kind of, looking back to this pandemic, a kind of silver lining for me was I got to spend more time with my mom. So um, of course, since uh, quarantine, nobody really goes out that often. Uh, Me and my mom spent most of our time at home, and that's when we kind of got to know uh, each other quite well in the last few years. So I I feel like that was kind of really important to me, and I'm happy that we got to connect with each other.
0: Um, I guess I can also say something about it. I think my relationship with my parents are definitely getting better, but it started off really low, so the better is still not that great. Um, but the first step for me was really opening up to them saying that I wanted to see someone um, about seek like professional help um, for my mental well-being and that was really when they started realizing that something was wrong something was off and um, yeah it took me a year for me to reach out to them. Um, It was really hard for me because I never talked to them about any personal issues. Um, So yeah, that was a big first step for me. And ever since the pandemic, we definitely did get closer, especially because I actually just came back from um, a long trip for two months and I was with my mom the entire time. So we went through like quarantine together and all that. So even though it took some time to get used to, it took a lot of of, um, patience as well but I'm building a relationship with my mom now, and I'm really happy about that. Um, we probably wouldn't go, like, have lunch together uh, or, like, have mommy and me date date nights, but, like, um, at least we're learning to know each other a little more, and I really admire her worth, work ethic, and that really showed throughout the quarantine. So, yeah.
1: I kind of have the same experience with Haley as well. And um, as a close friend of Haley, I got to kind of see the change in her um, relationship with her parents. And it's been really nice to see that we've kind of been going through the same thing. Me and my mom have also gotten a lot closer because with all of COVID and all of that, she's had to travel to the UK with me and we've been separated from my dad who's in Hong Kong while we're across the country so she's um my relationship with her has really improved in that sense while for me and my father's relationship has kind of deteriorated but as Athena said like I know he's trying his best so I don't really blame him for that but um while I'm researching this episode kind of um I've found out that a lot of people with daddy issues often seek out like um men that aren't the most healthy for them I've definitely been through that I've been in a relationship with a very unhealthy and practically illegal age difference and it really affected my mind and my health so I do believe that if we keep on romanticizing the idea that like oh you have daddy issues you must have like a such an easy time getting guys it's like it's not a good experience and we should probably start kind of pushing people, uh, daddy and mommy issues to therapy and maybe putting the dads and moms also in therapy instead of kind of pushing the idea that this is something to aspire to.
4: I feel like my relationship with my parents isn't that bad. Um, of course we have our moments but then I feel like um, in the past few years it might have gotten a little worse since I have like kind. Of, I kind of like had this teenage rebel phase where I kind of like just shut down and did not cooperate to anything they tried to make me do. So, like, they told me to do A and then I'll, like, do B, even though I do, like, A. So, I feel like during COVID, since we we're, like, all stuck together in the same house, we've gotten much more closer um, by force. Um, I feel like our relationship has gotten a bit better, even though I'm still in, like, the phase. And yeah.
3: I actually agree with what you said with what Haley said about the romanticization of um, daddy and mommy issues. It's a bit hard to work through for like people who have actually gone through it. And they should really go through therapy.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We hope that you've learned a lot about a trauma and COVID-19 and know that there's always a silver lining in everything. Um, if you ever need to reach out, you can reach out to any four of our organizations. And the, the becausementalhealth.org website actually has a set of mental health resources with hotlines for suicide and other mental health resources like a diary for you to just kind of let loose about your thoughts on mental health so thank you again for listening uh, and we will be back next time talking about stress and procrastination in school bye